Welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm Dean Zarball. I'm here at Jolly Scholar with Matt Van. We are now on to the Jolly Porter, which is a really nice porter. I have, I, I'm not normally a porter drinker, uh, but this is something that I really enjoy. It's got a lot of flavor uh, into it. Let's dive into it. Yeah, I, you know, it, I think when you talk about porter sometimes, you know, it's kind of your one of your quintessential, you know, core beers, uh, you know, uh, we talk about from like the home brewing perspective and then coming back over to the uh, professional side. I think it's a little bit uh, undervalued. You know, I, I think, you know, stouts start to get a little bit more attention and and then you start to get into imperial stouts mm-hmm. and then people start to throw stuff on, you know, coconut and nibs and, and everything else in between. And it starts to get, uh, you know, a little bit of a soft reputation. But for this beer specifically, you know, I, I wanted you to try it because I think it's one of our, our more, uh, you know, underrated, uh, you know, beers. And I think for the style, I mean, we can go all those different directions with it. But I think just as a core beer, it's just, you know, a really, really, really nice beer. And I think it's a style that, you know, I'm not willing to let go away so fast. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a customer at work who only drinks porters. That's all he drinks. And he... Uh, he would love this. This is something that I would turn him onto this. This would probably be his steadfast porter. This has a lot of flavor to it. I on before you told me that it was the porter, just with my uh amateurish palate, I I because you also do an oatmeal stout. I didn't know which one it was. I I can't quite break down dark beers like that. Um but it it it's a compliment to it because it drinks a fuller than a lot of people think porters normally drink. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest with you. I, I think this one is a little bit more robust than our oatmeal stout is. I think it's a little bit more forward. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's 5.8%. Um, you know, there's there's some 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 dark fruit kind of notes to it. Uh, you know, it definitely, you know, the mouthfeel of it comes through, I think, even a, a, a little bit more full than, than what our oatmeal stout does. Um, and that's no knock against our oatmeal style, right. but, but I, I think for, for the beer and for the styles, and I guess even comparatively to the two, I, I'm most impressed and, 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 you know, more proud of, of, of this beer. And, and this is one of the beers where when people that come through that enjoy core beers, uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, when they, when they, they're not as, you know, turned on as, and it's not as romantic to have the next new IPA or the next new whatever, fruited, soured, whatever, Berlinered, whatever, um, when they just, you know, you get somebody that comes through there that just likes the core beers. They like to try a porter that's just a porter, or they like to try a pills that's just a pills, or a, a blonde ale that's just a blonde ale. This is the one that everybody, you know, I, you know when I get messages through, you know, Facebook or emails or whatever says that, that, that says, you know, that is the best porter I've, I've ever had. And and uh, and Aaron, I got to give him all the credit on this one. He, he he crushed this one, and this one is one of my uh, five favorite beers that that we brew. And again, I like it simple. I like it just how it is, and it's you know five point eight percent, so it's not it's not a uh, it's not watered down. No, um, you know, so that, that that's not that's not light, um, but it's just still just it's got everything that I want in a porter. You can uh, it stacks up very well. You know, there's a lot of. Uh famous porters around town and uh, a lot of people doing porters it stacks up with them you know if you like porters this is something the jolly scholar jolly porter is something that you really need to try you know going to you know our first episode we were talking about 
how you know hard it is to find uh, to find your brewery, and you know I think people uh, need to get here and try this because if you like porters, this is this is holding up really well. Yeah, and it's you know the, it's the right season for it now. It really is, it, it, you know, and and it's and it's something that's going to you know uh, throw off you know a, a lot of those those, those you know for, for what you, whatever your taste buds are you know when you start to move into those 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 winter months or those colder months you know you start to get into some of these darker beers, um, you know again to stay five point eight to to stay true to the style um, and to stay robust with flavor and to just kind of you know, meet and achieve all of those kinds of things and, and something that plays well now that it's 55 outside and mm. something that plays well when you don't want, you know, an Imperial Stout two months from now. Um, this is that beer that's going to be kind of like our um, our cold beer or our light lager yeah. through the cold months. This right. is, this is our, 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 our lead dog through the cold months to say, hey, I know you don't want a 10%, you know, um, take your shirt off and wrestle in the front yard beer. This is our 5.8. This is our, you know, it's still robust. It still has all those, uh, those aspects that you, you want in a darker beer. Um, this, is, this is the one. Uh, and so this will be our second season really showcasing this beer this time of the year. And, uh, and uh, again, this one will turn into probably our, through the cold months, this will probably be our second or third, you know, best-selling beer. Nice, yeah. You For the know, next three or four months. It's uh, it's that time of year. You know, it's 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 dark beer season, and I, how uh, do you usually keep this on year round? We yeah, kind of. Um, so, you know, we'll we'll brew it, and when it runs out, you know, like when we get starting to get into some of the warmer months, um, you know, it doesn't like maybe take priority. You know, as a smaller brewery, it doesn't maybe take priority to like leapfrog back to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when we, when we spend, you know, something that's on the similar or same yeast, uh, then we'll come back to it and like, yeah, you know what we, you know, everything else is kind of, um, in a good place from, you know, uh, as far as, you know, um, back stock or what we need right. to sell in house, then, then we'll brew it again. So I would say, you know, it does stay on year round or it's at least in our minds year round, the cold months it's on all the time. Um, but when we get to some of the warmer months or, you know, come out, uh, coming into the some of the warmer the months warmer months we might be out without it for you know three to four weeks mm-hmm. but 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 never you know a season or anything like but that but it's still over the summer spring and stuff it's still pretty solid as far as people coming in and looking for it like because there's some people yeah. out there who don't drink porters or stouts when it's warm out sure what's been your experience uh on your side of things as a, as an owner in that with a porter do you find there's still a decent amount of people who like to drink porters all year round yeah you know i i think we find that there's you know uh, just like there are ipa drinkers or or what have you there's there's dark beer drinkers Mm. and uh you know and 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 maybe they don't show up as much in the warmer months or anything like that um because you know maybe it's not as uh you know as light or or effervescent you know you're definitely getting coffee flavors and you're you know you're getting you know uh you know, caramel and, and you're starting to get some, you know, maybe some toffee and some, some, you know, some, some slightly burnt roasty flavors in it kind of a thing. And, and I think that's a little bit, you know, at times off putting to somebody who's just walked, you know, uh, four or five minutes in, in 80 or 90 degree weather, right. You know, where maybe they don't want a cup of coffee, right. So to speak, um, you know, and they want something a little bit more, uh, maybe a little more lighter floral, but, 
Uh, no, it's, it's, it's definitely, so when we go into the warmer months, we'll probably bounce between this and our oatmeal stout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, you know, we'll, we'll always have one of the two on, you know, during the, the, the warm months. Uh, during the cold months, we have them both on. Yeah. And uh, you know, we'll push this one through the tap. We'll put the oatmeal stout through the, uh, through the nitro. Um, and then we'll start, you know, kind of messing with some stuff. You know, at Cleveland Beer Week uh, coming up, we're going to have a couple uh, variations of this beer on. We're, we're, we're pushing porter. Nice. Uh, we're, not, we're not bringing an IPA to the party. We're not bringing a Berliner to the party. We're not bringing – we're bringing variations of a porter to the party. And for some people, they'll think we're crazy. And, you know, but, again, it's, I, I think it's one of these – you know, the thought was is we want this beer to be, you know, just, again – Hey, don't forget about porters. They're, right. It's a real beer. Absolutely. You know, that's the perfect time to do it with Cleveland Beer Week and everything. You know, everybody's everybody's looking for something different. Everybody's looking to try something that they can't always get. Uh, and, you know, offering different different varieties of this, I think, uh, really satisfy people's tastes. They're, like, um, there's, there's it's a great base beer. It, it, it is. And, and, and again, you know, it's, uh, it's it's kind of funny, you know, when we look at recipes and we talk about recipes and, you know, and um, and Aaron's just a fantastic person to like, you know, balance your thoughts against. And and he's a he, he's a great person to start off with, you know, the first, uh, you know, derivative of, of, of what the, the formula is going to be. And then mm-hmm. he lets you balance it off. And what do you think? And, and then he'll counterbalance like, well, here's what that I think that's going to do. Is that what you want? And then you, you kind of go off of, uh, off of all these things. But the, the funny thing we always come back around to is, you know, and, and, and I think it's more of our customer base more than anything, which is, well, okay, all that sounds great. What is that ABV going to be? Uh, right. And, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, I think it was, you know, again, Andy Vikram who said, hey, don't go lower than five. Don't go higher than 10. Stay, you right. know, kind of stay right in that wheelhouse yeah, and yeah. you'll be fine. Anything under five, people feel like they're getting undervalued. Anything over 10, you're over serving. Right. St- stay in that wheelhouse and, you know, you know, scale it proportionate to the glass and go from there kind of a thing. So um, that was, you know, the thought was when we first put the recipe together, it was like 5.1 and it squeaked over the finish line. And the thought was between Aaron and I was, man, that's not going to be enough to pull them off of an oatmeal stout. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these customers, they go to the oatmeal stout and go, it's a stout. Right. So at least I'm drinking a stout. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Uh, you know, so the thought was, okay, l- l- let's get them up to somewhere near 6% where they feel good about it, but to where the beer stays, you know, stays balanced. And uh, so, you know, when, when Aaron came back with the final recipe and, you know, we rev through what, you know, kind of what you're tasting here today, you know, we, we just knew we had it. And then literally we had um, uh, a group of professors today from Baldwin Wallace that were on site visiting. And this was collectively uh, the, the standout of the show for them. Nice. And they were IPA drinkers. I mean, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't professors. Well, they don't drink IPAs and they don't know, you know, they, they, they went through them all. As a matter of fact, they went through, you know, we have, 12 on tap now 10 on tap now today and they went through all 10 nice. and this was the uh the star of the show for them today oh that's awesome yeah. and, and, and it's nice to see love for something that doesn't always get valued like a porter because you you know it's always ipa ipa you know something like that but to see or stout but to see something like a porter get a, get the the appreciation it deserves is always nice to see 
I just I love porters. Yeah, I, you know, and, and again, I, I I agree wholeheartedly with you. You know that uh, again, I, I don't think it's a style that's anywhere near its time or or you know time to go away or it's fading away or anything like that. It, it may not have the star power as, as as a stout or you know you know some of these other darker uh, you know acknowledgments out there. You know, you know Scotch ales or or you know even some of these darker Belgian beers or something like that. You know, darker stuff, a little bit more robust stuff is. You know, the porter kind of, you know, it's got its way. You know, it's kind of like the, uh, you know, the, the, the kid brother that, you know, is it, kind of fun to have the kid brother come around. Yeah. He's still, you know, pretty cool kid brother to have around. But it, it still kind of plays, you know, kid brother. But I think, in, in, you know, in, in, in my opinion, I mean, it is stylistically, it, you know, it, it's an unsung hero. And uh, so that's why, you know, the thought was, was, you know, with, with Cleveland Beer Week is, you know, hey, little, <laughs> they told us to bring two beers. We're going to show up with yeah. two porters. Right. You know, and maybe we'll get kicked out of the party. Maybe the last us to stay, <laughs> but we'll, we're showing up. Well, it's, I, I compare it. I was, you know, you're, I was making the comparison that it's the Clint Howard of, of styles. It's, you know, when you get Clint Howard in a movie, you don't know him by name, but you, you'll know him when you see him. It's Ron Howard's brother. Every time he's in a movie, he's awesome. He's always good. He's dependable. And he's and he does it right when you need him to, and that's what I feel like a porter kind of is 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 the think, Clint Howard of a of a beer. I think you just might have named our beer because uh, right now this just goes <laughs> off as the Jolly Porter. <laughs> Call it the Clint Howard. You know, it's funny because we we sit here all the time, and and, and uh, typically it's Aaron and I and uh, our you know our other brewer uh, you know Eric Miller, and we'll sit around. Eric's definitely the more creative of the bunch. Uh, you know, he's a history professor turned, I, I don't like this anymore. Uh, and, and, and <laughs> seems so, to go around. Yeah. So, so we throw, we, 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 throw the, uh, you know, the naming assignments a lot of times to him. And, uh, so, so, you know, this, again, this is one of these beers where, you know, like internally in house here, we we really like it. And so we're so hung up on the name of it and we're so hung up on how to name it. Um, that you may have just named it. Uh, <laughs> that would be because, cool because we throw it out there and like instantly, like two of the three of us will be like, "Nah, that's not it. That's not right. it. That's not it." And uh, but it's but, hard coming up with the perfect name. It is, and again, especially like I said, this is like the one that we really internally we really like and we really love it, and we and and it's exactly where we want it to be. Like collectively, we don't have any adjustments that we want to make to it. And there's other beers that we're like, yeah this and that and whatever mm. this is the one we really like exactly where it's at we don't want to go over six percent we don't want to raise the ibus even though there's a little bit of bitterness on the back that i think kind of is nice for the style and it, it's all those things and every time we get around to the name we just sit there and go nah just this jolly porter that's not the name whatever you just came up with is not the name but you you just may have I'll shop it to the committee. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's actually pretty good. Uh, what uh, if you, if you wanted to eat with this? What would you say is something you maybe uh, could be would be good to pair with it? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I think you know if you had it in the summer, you know, you want to go something a little bit lighter with it. Um, something you know that just um, uh, you know that the flavors just 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 kind of meld well and. Uh, you know, where, where it just, you know, it, it can pick up a little bit on the backside, you know, with the beer itself. But just when you get to some of these darker and, 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 and roastier kind of beers, you know, they're easy to kind of overwhelm everything that you're tasting. So I, I think, 
you know, using the food almost again, like I mentioned before, to kind of like balance out the palate the other mm. the other way. Uh, and then when you start to get into the you know the the, the, the colder months, you know, I, again, I, I think you know if you're going to get big with it, I think the starchier stuff mm -hmm. plays nice with it. And uh, you know, uh, you know, the starchier stuff, um, you know, I, I think the spicier stuff kind of plays well with it, okay. you yeah. know, and, and kind of lays down and kind of puts a, a fun little profile together. Um, again, I'd, I'd like to, you know, go a little bit more uh, uh, to the obnoxious side than I do to the what, what plays absolutely perfect side of things. And, uh, and I'm sure that didn't answer your question. But <laughs> well, on the obnoxious side, what would, what would, on the obnoxious side, what would you say? Like the spicy stuff? Yeah, for sure. The spicy stuff. You know, and again, you know, you got the roastier stuff and, the, you know, to, to kind of knock it down and, and, and bring it down a notch. And it's not bitter and it's not hoppy. It's not whatever. But I think if you go spicy, I think it'll level it out. Uh, but there's a, there's again, there, there's an intensity to the beer that kind of, you know, uh, doesn't lose sight of the elevation of the, the spicier aspects of the food. Mm -hmm. But that I think uh, kind of, you know, kind of help you know, create a fun experience, uh, you know, overall. I mean, again, when you got a bigger roast to your beer, you know, you know, I would say go, go, go bigger with whatever the experience is on the, uh, on the, on the food side of it, you know, on the spicy side is where I would probably tend to tend to go. Very cool. Uh, anything else you want to get out about this before we head out? No, I just want to finish it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for the finale here at Jolly Scholar.